Fall Guys offering in-game brand costumes and more coming up on today's episode of the latest in tech news. Of course, no audio. Of course, no audio. Hey, Gadget here. You're just in time for the latest episode of the world's only 3-in-1 show on tech, gadgets, and gaming news. And if you didn't hear the intro theme, that's because the speakers are being stupid. Thanks a lot. Uh, honestly, I don't know why. Because it was just working for before, and then it wasn't. But anyways, I'm recording this live uh, on twitch.tv slash technewsgadget at 9 p.m. Central Standard Time, Monday to Friday. Uh, I... Don't go back and edit anything. I, I'm not going to go back and edit the audio back in. <sighs> it is what it is. Uh, so, whatever. We're doing it live and uh, as minimal editing as possible. So, if you want to enjoy, enjoy the entertainment factor that comes with all of that, hang out with us on Twitch. Otherwise, you can always get the full recap recordings episodes of the show over at technewsgadget.net. Um, my name is Taylor Merrick. And uh, if you're new here, hit that subscribe or follow button if you want to be informed and up to date. Uh, otherwise, everything, show notes, uh, everything that we covered today can be found at technewsgadget.net. Uh, going over our feature story, we'll be looking at Fall Guys pitting brands against each other for an in-game costume. Um, it's actually quite entertaining, so we'll be getting into that. We'll also be taking a look at ZTE to unveil its first phone with under-display camera next month so that'll be interesting we're also looking at well an update for marvel's avengers apparently there are 15 unannounced characters reportedly found in some code people were able to get their hands on and uh, while this isn't confirmed this is likely the next 15 characters coming in marvel's avengers so we'll be talking about that We'll also be taking a look at the uh, Xbox Series X price tag, because yes, that's leaked. And depending on how you feel about it, you may or may not be happy. Um, I'm I'm indifferent to it. I don't have an Xbox, so um, I know my opinion doesn't matter, but I'll be covering it nonetheless for those of you who do want to be kept up to date. We'll also be taking a look at WB's new Batman game, getting a brief teaser ahead of its upcoming reveal. This entire week is basically Batman week, um, so there'll be a lot of teasers and stuff going on this entire week. And yes, uh, as per the last show, I am going to be keeping an eye on the two new games that I had announced uh, that are coming soon, uh, that being likely Gotham Knights and... uh, what is that? Uh, Suicide Squad, Kill the Justice League. Finally, we'll be taking a look at more teasers continuing over the weekend from Call of Duty, um, likely called Black Ops Cold War, because they've been teasing it. Uh, so we'll have more updates for that as well. And uh, with that being said, let's hop, hop on over to today's feature article. Well, of course, that means if there's no audio, there's no audio. And by no audio, I mean no audio. Uh, just do default. Why do you have to? Okay, so Fall Guys is pitting brands against each other for an in-game costume. And uh, the subtitle is, I guess the uh, author is looking forward to getting hurled off a stage by a KFC griefer. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Fall Guys Ultimate Knockout is... Uh, <laughs> An interesting game. I guess it's a battle royale 
game, but it's a very cheesy one, and there's maps and objectives. It's based off of the 1980s Takeshi's games, uh, and obviously only a certain number of players. You'll start out with a group of like 60 players in a series of mini-game matches. Players are eliminated through several rounds of randomly picked games before a final player emerges victorious. Um, I guess it's been in- interesting enough that... Um, why is my phone going off? I don't know. Technology is getting weird all day today. Uh, but anyways, um, as the article states, uh, they're forcing the brands to fight in the name of charity. The game's official account tweeted today that because the thirst from brands has been unreal, it will be creating a special costume to the highest bidder. All proceeds will go to Special Effect, a UK-based charity for gamers with physical disabilities. Since its release earlier this month, Fall Guys has become an instant hit. In the first 24 hours following its launch, the game drew more than 1.5 million pandemic-starved players, which is really why I think this happened, um, because it actually provided some interesting entertainment. Uh, The Battle Royale game supports up to 60 players in a series of mini-game matches, Players are eliminated through several rounds of randomly picked games uh, that randomize greatly uh, before a final player emerges victorious. Part of the game's fun is earning costumes and customization options to make your rubbery battle bean stand out. After two weeks, Mediatonic says it will confirm the details with its winner and share confirmation of the donation publicly. That being said, not just anyone with money to spend can get into the game. Uh, if we decide that your brand is offensive slash unsuitable, we will yeet your pledge out and pick the next highest, according to the developer's tweet. Um, so now <laughs> Walmart's jumped into it. Uh, they want uh, their character to get a Walmart vest cosmetic into the game. They're very serious about it. Um, we do have the uh, actually uh, idea, the image, mock-up, uh, Right here, uh, if you're watching, um, it looks interesting. Then KFC decided to come out and say, hey, guys, how about this skin? It looks funny. Uh, so those are the two going at it currently. I wonder if there's going to be more or not. We'll, we'll see. Um, but that being said, what brand would you be interested in wearing the their cosmetic uniform outfit let me know if you're watching via the live show in the chat or on youtube if you're watching there uh, in the comment section or if you're listening to the podcast let me know on twitter we are at tech news gadget and no that still doesn't work why does it still not work i don't know what's going on hang on let me double check really quick you can hear that i can hear that um if you're listening to the podcast, you're like, what the heck is going on? So, for some odd reason, none of the effects are working how it should be. And hence, I'm stuck trying to figure out why. Whatever. We're recording it live. We're not going to mess around with anything in edits. Um, but if you want to see actually me being actually frustrated and trying to figure out what's going on, uh, youtube.com forward slash tech news gadget. Uh, you can watch me uh, live, um, not live, because that's for Twitch, but you can watch the show's recording, um, emulate, or emulate, no, what is it? What's that one? I, I guess 
plastered on YouTube forevermore for all to see. There we go. That's what I'm looking for. I don't know. It's been a weird day. I'm trying to find the lines to go along with it. It just doesn't seem to be gelling today. It's Monday, so you can understand how things are going. But ZTE is unveiling its first phone with under-display camera next month called the Axon 25G. Uh, Chinese telecom gear manufacturer ZTE hasn't had a particularly good run in the U.S. smartphone market, but every once in a while, its eccentric phones manages to catch our eye, and frankly, they don't give us much to complain about. ZTE is now coming out with a handset that uses an under-display selfie camera, the first for any mass-produced phone on the market, the Axon 25G, succeeding last year's 10 Pro 5G is set to debut as soon as early next month. This is not technically uh, the first time we're seeing a smartphone sporting an under-display camera. Uh, Apple prototyped one in December. But what's fascinating is that the tech matured enough in such a short span, it's now seen a commercial launch. So that's pretty impressive. Uh, in the case of the Axon 25G, the required OLED and the under-screen camera tech will likely to be supplied by Vision X. Uh, or Visionox, the Chinese display manufacturer had readied a commercially viable solution back in June, meaning we could potentially see more full-screen smartphones from other OEMs down the line. So it is actually kind of interesting because usually whatever works out for one manufacturer then shortly thereafter carries over to others. Um, while the ZTE phone will use a futuristic tech for its selfie cam, it'll likely be a mid-ranger from the inside. Leaks and rumors are saying that the 5G-enabled phone will possibly use the Snapdragon 756G, along with up to 12 gigs of RAM and 256 gigs of expandable storage. Um, images from the uh, above image point at a standard quad cam setup for the back, housing a 64-megapixel primary sensor, so nothing really fancy. Front-facing under-display centerpiece, on the other hand, is said to have a 32-megapixel resolution. So um, the ZTE Axon 25G is set to come out on September 1st in China. We'll get to know if the company has any plans for an international debut on the launch day itself. But don't get your hopes up just yet. But if you live in China, well, now you got this option. Uh, it's kind of interesting, kind of new. And may, depending on how well it works, carry over to other brands shortly thereafter. Yeah, it's still not doing the whole thing that it's supposed to be. I don't know why. There's supposed to be the whoosh sound, you know, that you hear in between articles, but you're not hearing it. And if you're listening to the podcast, I can understand how devastating it is. But never fear. Um, this is only a temporary problem. It'll likely be fixed by the next episode. Um doesn't happen all the time, but uh, I understand if you're listening via the podcast, you're like waiting for the transition and going, where is it? And if you're watching right now and you're going, wait, you guys have this as a podcast? You mean I can listen to these episodes on the go? I don't have to sit in front of my computer screen and watch? Why, yes, sweetly, in the words of um, one of the three stooges. All you got to do is head on over to latestintechnews.com and uh, you can subscribe in the uh, app or player of your choice. It is up to you. It's available everywhere you can listen to a podcast um, so you can listen and enjoy. Just be sure to give us a review on the platform you're listening on just to let dealers know that you're enjoying the show. Coming from IGN, Marvel's Avengers uh, looks to have found 15 unannounced characters uh, reportedly found in a data mine. So this is interesting. Um, <laughs> in the Marvel's Avengers beta test... Um, 
we've uh, been able to dig in and, and play it. We've been dealing with enemy repetitiveness, um, but generally it seemed like for the most part, people are enjoying the game. They're getting a kick out of it. They're streaming it on Twitch. They're talking about it with their friends. All generally good buzz going around with Marvel's Avengers. Um, but now that the beta's out in the wild, while it didn't take long for the data miners to begin pulling it apart and looking for hints as to the game's future, and two separate delves into the code reveal listings for multiple unannounced playable characters. Now, keep in mind, Marvel's Avengers isn't going to be a one-off game. It also doesn't sound like they'll have uh, a lot of microtransactions, if any, in the game as well. And you'll likely also not have to worry about paying for, like, next season or or next update or next patch or, or next... Uh, game update in order to get access to it because it sounds like marvel's avengers is making all that available off the bat um so it doesn't matter if you purchased it and then didn't play it until a year later and then you had to do all the updates you'll get everything kind of an interesting tact they're taking uh but it looks like the multiple unannounced playable characters could be these 15 that being ant-man the wasp vision black panther Doctor Strange, Falcon, Marvel, Mockingbird, Quake, Winter Soldier, Scarlet Witch, Captain Marvel, Kate Bishop, She-Hulk, and War Machine. So, initially a data mine series of strings were posted on Pastebin and uh, posted to the Marvel Avengers subreddit, um, revealing a couple more. Um, possibly even Peter Parker, last entry being the PlayStation-exclusive Spider-Man collaboration, were all listed as having challenge cards in the game. Uh, challenge cards being essentially in-game battle passes for each hero in Marvel Avengers that scale as you rank up. Uh, if a hero has a challenge card attached in a code, it's assumed they may appear in a game later on down the line. Um, a second data mine surfaced later, including all the previously mentioned characters and adding more, including Ant-Man, um... And a bunch of others. So uh, it's it's interesting. Uh, Frenzy, Ultron, Red Hulk, Deathlock, Vindicator, and Monica, most likely Monica Repassini of AIM, are also referred to in the second data mine, but their playability is in question as they're listed in sections outside of the core list of unlockable characters. So maybe those are like the enemies or something. Um, but if a legitimate, the leaks raise an interesting talking point. Many of these heroes have very similar powers to existing heroes, which means they'll act as skins or like an Echo character, potentially sidestepping the fact that Marvel's Avengers won't allow two of the same character on a team. Now, if all of this is true, we're also safe in the knowledge that all of the characters listed will come to all versions of the game, given that Spider-Man is the only console-exclusive hero. For more on Marvel's Avengers ahead of its launch on September 4th, um, I guess IGN had... Uh, in re a review in progress of the game, um, <laughs> where I guess Tom Mark said he's strangely equally as excited to play the full game as I am worried about its long-term prospects. So it looks like a bit of a risk that Marvel's Avengers is taking on here, but interesting. Um, and it might pay off. Either way, it's a risk. So I'm definitely interested in finding out where it goes. All right, moving on to the next article. Looks like uh, the Xbox Series X price leaks came out, and gamers aren't going to be too happy. This is what the title says. However, um, maybe gamers might be. Uh, from T3, um, we had reports initially 
uh, that the Xbox Series X told us that uh, it was going to be cheaper than the Sony PlayStation 5 when it released in November 2020. Those reports had been based on unsubstantiated comments from a Reddit poster who apparently has been hearing insider information that not only was the Xbox Series X far more powerful than PlayStation, but that Microsoft is, quote, ready to lowball Sony when it comes to price. Um, that doesn't seem to be turning out to be the case. I, who knew? Who knew? Oh, wait, I did. I might have made mention of it on previous episodes, but, um, a more powerful console that was also cheaper sounds too good to be true unless you figured out a way to actually work the plan, but being that it's Microsoft and its biggest competitor is Apple, um, in terms of, like, software company type thing, um, Macs are on the higher end. Microsoft computers, PC one, aren't. So how could you get something as good as a Mac yet be cheaper than a Mac? Nope. Well, brand new leak has just indicated that it could very well have been too good to be true after all. That's because it surfaced on Twitter uh, by the Red Dragon, massively respected games industry writer, host, and actor, um... She's seen a picture from a source at a retailer that shows the price of the Xbox Series X is actually 599 US dollars. So, um, that being said, $600 console is definitely not cheap. Indeed, it is a disastrously high point that the PlayStation 3 was launched at in the United States, and we all know how badly that went. It was a price that was so high that it crippled the PS3's launch in terms of sales and left Microsoft an open goal to go ahead and win the console generation, which it proceeded to do by a country mile with the, guess what, Xbox 360. So if this leak is true and Microsoft was going to, quote, Lowball Sony when it came to price. Is Sony's PlayStation 5 going to retail for even more than $599? Doesn't seem right to what T3 is saying. Why would Sony, who had been burnt once before by that price point, then proceed to launch a console that costs even more? Um, the truth is, Sony wouldn't unless it was trying to commit <laughs> console suicide. Um, but... Yeah, and then T3 goes through a couple of possibilities here to find out exactly what they're going to be going for, if it is actually that or not. It's a different price. If it's actually maybe the price of the higher-end console, and then they have, like, a lower-end console. I don't know. What do you guys think? Are you looking forward to the next Xbox console? Let me know, and let me know what price point you're comfortable at and not comfortable at. Is 500 600 too much? Uh, is it about right, based on the specs that they're going to be stuffing into it is it worth it we'll find out uh, this year is tur- turning out to be a very interesting year um and of course they have to pick consoles to just throw that in there and now you go well should i stick with the current console i have or upgrade to the next one for a lot more money uh, eh, or should i give it a year i'd say me personally give it a year or two because i'm still going on an old old playstation 4 um so yeah that's me and then I have PC, and uh, I'm fine there because I got a, a system that can run all games just fine. All right, moving right along. This entire week is, um, is you're probably going to be hearing more and more leaks about Batman and Batman-related games uh, dropping. Uh, so we'll just jump right in uh, to these new cloaked teasers um, of the... Uh, 
Cape Crusader to see exactly what's going on. Uh, according to Games Radar, WB's new Batman game gets a brief teaser ahead of its upcoming reveal. And on the screen here, we're actually looking right now at a uh, image of something that looks like an owl. Now, if you're listening to the podcast or, or for some reason you're not able to see what is going on or you want to see the actual article yourself, head on over to technewsgadget.net. And you can get the show notes for this episode along with the video, mind you. Um, but the internet is on a case of the latest Batman tease, and the latest clue seems to point to the Gotham locations Pioneer Bridge and Wayne Enterprises. The locations you'd expect to see in a new Batman game, and will no doubt be just one of the many crones we expect to see ahead of DC's Fandom event this coming weekend. Um, there's a tweet that came out, uh, it looks like a, a file came out that had some information and a code attached to it. Um, and then they had to tinker around, find out more about what's going on. Um, mainly because I think it was referred to with this one tweeted by WB games, Montreal. They're trying to figure this out. Like, what is this? Not quite sure. But what's interesting about this is this new teaser for its upcoming Batman game that WB Games released. Uh, it seems to point to the storied Court of Owls. So, I don't know. Um, for those of you listening, you're like, what did I miss? What did I miss? Well, um, their Twitter account shared a short teaser, a silent 25-second reel with some sort of gridded rectangle or frame, which doesn't really tell us anything at, at first glance. More importantly, the teaser briefly fat flashes two distinct images. Um, the first is the clearest and most telling, and it looks like a pretty blatant call-out to the Court of Owls, which has come up in previous rumors regarding WB's Batman game. The most notable mention came from Scott Snyder, the author behind the original Court of Owls arc in DC's New 52. Um, but WB hasn't confirmed this is the focus of its next game, so this teaser image is technically just a bird, but the breadcrumbs are kind of piling up here. The second image is very faded and appears to be some sort of ornate door, or perhaps the world's most elaborate padlock. Uh, according to the author, I'll be honest, I have no idea what this is or what to make of it. Perhaps a devoted Batman chronicler can decipher it, but they won't be. Equally undecipherable is a code attached to the tweet, which is either Morse code gibberish or a placeholder for coordinates. Like Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War, WB's new Batman game seems to be up to its eyeballs in hints. And it seems to be the theme of today's episode, which is rumors and hints and teasers and, and all this stuff going on. It's a very interesting start to this week, uh... Fortunately, we have a little more to go on than just a 25-second clip. A teaser website bearing the name uh, like Redacted launched today and has a much clearer message. Um, we have been expecting you. 8.18. The link, website links to the same Twitter account, so it's definitely legit, and this message suggests that WB reveals... A little something more about its new game tomorrow on the 18th of August. Um, 
So yeah, here it is. What is this? What is this? Captured a knight, Gotham Knights? Court of Owls? What's going on? Basically, I have no idea, and I really want to know. Do you guys want to know? Well, I'll be keeping you up to date. If you do, be sure to let me know if you do with a comment or like a, a, a retweet, um, something like some kind of like indicator so that I know what to, you know, report on. But guaranteed, I'll probably be keeping an eye on this because I want to know what the next one is. I mean, a weekend is still a weekend away. Uh, and I really want to know like right now. All right, let's move on to the next article and final, shall we? All right, all you Call of Duty fans, Call of Duty 2020, well, mm, might just be called Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War, at least teasing-wise, as we're going based off of PushSquare.com, and that might not be even the name itself, but between Call of Duty 2020 and Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War, those have been the, like the most referenced to for the Call of Duty game expected out this year. So, uh, seeing as how the teasers are in full force, uh, we likely be hearing more soon enough. Um, what started off as a couple of in-game teases during Call of Duty Warzone matches just over a week ago has turned into a full community effort this past weekend. If you've been missed out, well, Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War is the name of this year's entry in the blockbuster franchise, and Activision seems hell-bent on drawing its reveal out as much as possible. But that has given way to ARGs for players to solve a new real world, as well as bunkers to unlock inside Verdansk. These contained yet even more clues to follow across Saturday and Sunday, eventually leaking to the unlocking of an in-game hut that required a key code obtained from tapes and Instagram stories. And you already likely know what the code is, because I've covered it before. Uh, but yeah... Um, a fourth day of hints and clues are expected to roll out later today, insinuating that the Call of Duty community isn't done just yet. There will likely be more puzzles to solve, historical movies to watch, and codes to put together. The latest revelation contained in RCXD Car, a killstreak found in Call of Duty Black Ops, Call of Duty Black Ops 2, and Call of Duty Black Ops 4. You can see where this is going, can't you? The subseries is quite clearly coming back. Um, for those of you wondering, here's a look inside a new shack. Let's see if we can find it here. Right here. There's a door. There's a code. Gotta punch in a code. And you open it. Now there's this. That's all I can show. I can't show much else. When will all of this teasing come to a head with the actual announcement of the next game? Well, simply don't know for now, but it's going to have to happen sooner or later. Marketing ties are expected to stick with Tony. Sony. Duh. I can't read. For the time being, so we'll reveal when the hardware manufacturer chooses to talk about the PlayStation 5. Kind of seems to be making a lot of sense. It is one of the biggest gaming franchises in the world, after all. Were you following along this weekend or even helping the Call of Duty community out with your own thoughts and ideas? Well... Let me know, because I kind of had a couple ideas of what I think might have been going on, but I can't quite confirm or deny it just yet. And it's actually kind of interesting that it's going to be called Black Ops Cold War. You see, I dropped that teaser in, and then it turned out it wasn't a teaser. It actually is. Uh, the, the link's right here. Right here. That's what Call of Duty 2020 is going to be. All right. Well, I should, uh, I should probably call it a 
night. Um, we covered a lot of articles, and Tuesday should provide us with some more revelations. And with that being said, that wraps up this episode of Delays in Tech News. Thanks for tuning in. New episodes every weekday live streamed live on twitch.tv slash technewsgadget at 9 p.m. Central Standard Time. Delays in Tech News can be found on every major platform, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, YouTube, Stitcher, Overcast, and more. Now, if you enjoyed this episode, be sure to let us know by clicking that like button, leaving a comment, leaving a review if you're listening via the podcast. Also, double check that you are subscribed so that you don't miss the next episode. I'm your host, Taylor Merrick. And remember, for the latest in tech, gadgets, and gaming news, visit technewsgadget.net. Pretty much keeping awesome guys, and I'll see you on the flip side.